At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. Julia Cordes and Sources Podcast. It's your boy Devin tonight with alongside my main dad, Chris. Uh, me and Chris are doing this, uh, railroad this by ourselves tonight. So, Chris, say what up to the people. What's up, people? This is our opportunity to stick it to the dark skinned brothers and Rob and Dre. And we're going to show them that we run this shit much better. Hashtag light skins forever. Hey, it's right. It's a new country now. Barack is basically light skinned. I don't give a damn what nobody says. He high yellow enough. <laughs> Uh, tonight we're gonna jump right in. Not even waste no time because it's a work night. We're gonna start with the NBA. Chris, you saw what uh, Chuck said about Kevin Garnett. Uh, I'm not really here trying to hear Chuck's mouth from anything basketball related anymore. <laughs> He's lost all his credibility as an NBA anything. I'm starting to think that Chuck is. Uh, He's just running out of delusional material, so now he just lying. <laughs> because as for everybody that doesn't know, for all our listeners, Chuck said that. KG is a almost Hall of Famer. And Kevin, being Kevin, coming with one of the best comebacks on Chuck, he said, well, you are uh, almost champion, which is perfect. I can't even – every athlete or NBA Hall of Famer, that's the number one joke that they run on Chuck. And it is always, always, always fantastic. Man, he's been getting that most of his life. <laughs> I, swear, I was literally, like, looking up his stats the other day and just ranking him with, like, other power forwards. Just even, like, to just test out the legitimacy in him saying that, uh, if Kevin was almost Hall of Famer. And you I, you can't even, like, try to say that and, like, say it jokingly because Kevin's career is just remarkable. There's no doubt. With Chuck, on the other hand, rebound, I think he was blessed because he came into the lead with, well, I think Moses Malone was playing with him at the time when he came in. That's correct. So, that's that. I mean, Chuck... I still don't know if the jury is out on him on if he loves Jimmy Butler as much as he loved Joe King Noah when he played for Bulls. Because I swear to Chuck used to almost get a hard on when he talked about Joe King Noah. Yeah, I love his energy. He's a great player. Like, fat ass up, man. The funniest shit is when Shaq used to look at him like, God damn, Chuck, you, you don't do nothing else. Like, no, no type of athletic compliments, <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> Just a great player. He's just a great player, and you know the nigga can't talk, so... Oh, my God. He's from Bama, right? Of course he can't talk. Leeds, Alabama. And he always mentioned that he did not graduate high school on time. <laughs> he says it like that's, that's def- like an accomplishment. Because that's definitely an accomplishment around them parts for folks, I guess. Well, yeah, you know, there's smart people in town. They got a high school degree. Hey, apparently not in Alabama. <laughs> and, don't bring- and don't nobody comment on this podcast talking about talking about Clemson and none of that shit. I love Florida State, and I don't give a damn about no Clemson. I was hoping Alabama won that game. Oh, I was mad. <laughs> mad as hell. Robin, everybody else, Chris, Dre, they can't stand Nick Saban. I'm all right with Saban. Oh, my God. Saban's that grade-A asshole. 
that's the only thing close to the devil that I want to get in, in connection with. <laughs> I like Nick Saban. <laughs> Made a grown man cry on a pro football team. I'm all about that. Oh, come on, man. That's a little bit too much, though. I mean, you're a college coach. You shouldn't be out there. I bet you wouldn't try that slick shit in the NFL, which is exactly why he's I, not I, And I think that's what was his demise. Like, he could not pull that shit off. <laughs> no. Grown-ass man, what? You said what to me? Uh, nah, bro. Nick Saban got that, uh, well, not Nick Saban, but, like, you know, Nick Saban trying to talk to people like that. It's just, like, imagine Nick Saban was, like, a, a pro uh, NBA head coach. Him trying to talk to somebody like Ray John Rondo, who just recently – he was just like, it's bullshit when they told him, when the front office told him about his bench. About him being benched? Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know what he got to be mad about. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, it'd be a, a totally different story if he had the stats to back it up, if he had the leadership of the team, but he doesn't. And from what I've seen from Michael Carter Williams in the last couple of games, I think that was a smart move by Hoiberg in the front office. Man, I was, his, like, I, I remember in a few podcasts ago, we talked about Rondo, like, with me is it's like it's like watching him move in quicksand. Not just him but the rest of the offense because, you know, most of the time whatever the point guard does, it dictates the rest of the floor. Mm-hmm. And Rondo is like like a decade behind of every other point guard in the NBA. Like that motherfucker couldn't like Chris Paul makes him look like Chris Paul looks like a flash compared to, to Rondo, man. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris isn't like like some explosive player. He's just a playmaker. God damn, boy. And then, like, who else? Who's behind Michael Carter-Williams? Is it Jerry yeah. Grant? Yeah, he, he, I think he plays point guard and a little bit of the two. Shit, man. You must be crazy. Rondo better get them papers or get them bags packed and ready. Yeah, it's not looking good for him, especially with his history. He's known for and especially with especially with Jimmy starting to ball out because I'm starting to get this terrible feeling that they're not going to trade Jimmy. You think so? I think so. I yeah. Usually around this time, you'll hear somebody. You'll hear, like, the rumor buzz start to increase. Exactly. But not a damn thing. Not even the usual December-January trade rumors for Todd Gibson either. Like, I was, I keep on saying, trade Jimmy, trade Jimmy. Just do it at the perfect time right now while it's hot. But apparently everybody else must know that motherfucker corny, just like how I know. You know what I'm going to predict right now, live on this podcast, guarantee you. That front office is that front office is not going to rebuild. They're going to keep Gibson. They're going to keep Taj. They're going to keep uh, Taj. They're going to keep uh, Rondo. All the rest of these guys and try to get a big name in the offseason. They try to keep building on free agent signings. They're going to bomb the entire next season like horribly. I think that <laughs> I think that it's going to be like they're just going to tease you just enough, you know? Like they're yeah. probably going to try to trade to get another guy in in here to make some type of punk-ass playoff run, knowing that realistically they won't get out of the first or second round. Yeah. And to just try to sell people on, on that. And then in the offseason, do exactly what you said, like try to sign somebody else. I mean, Devin, let's be honest with ourselves. Like, it's called spade a spade. As long as LeBron James is in the ABA, the Bulls aren't going anywhere. <laughs> they ain't going no damn way. It, oh, it, nobody in the East is going anywhere. Like, even I'd say – I don't know what the standings are right now. I haven't looked at it for this week. But what is it? Boston. I'm sorry. No, Toronto. They go Cleveland, Toronto, Boston. And then after that, it don't fucking matter. Exactly. That's about it. Toronto or Boston is going to play them in the in the conference finals. And that's going to be a wrap. Like, it don't matter. It doesn't. And it, it, the Bulls are going to lose-lose. Because not, not so much a lose-lose, but, like, the best option is just to rebuild. Because doing anything else is just a downfall. I don't really you know what's pleasant to all of this, though? Hmm. 
Um, like you know, Chicago sports right now. There's if the Bulls actually do rebuild, that'll be three sports teams in Chicago going through a rebuild process. My <laughs> <laughs> God, I don't even want to think about it, man. Seriously, that's just horrible. The and well, two of them are owned by Reinsdorf, so that's that should tell people enough in itself. What does that tell you? This guy's a horrible owner. Oh my God! And you, you can speak more about that. All he cares about is in seats. That is it. You can speak for more experience with him than I can. He's he's something else, man. I don't. I, I think Jerry Reinsdorf might be the worst owner in North American sports. Next really? to I, I. Ooh, man, that's that's hard. Maybe next to whoever it is that owns the Cleveland Browns, the Brown oh. family, I guess. No, John, Jimmy Haslam now. That uh, dude. Yeah, well, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what did they go one in sixteen this year? I guess so. Not enough. Shit. And then whoever gets drafted is going to get hurt or have some, you know, some drug, have to attend AA meetings for the rest of their life. Or ask if their mom was a prostitute like Des Bryant or some shit. <laughs> I still can't believe that happened, man. What's his name? Um, What was I going to say? But, uh, yeah, back to Jimmy. I think that Jimmy, like, this, it's like a slap in the face. I'm almost happy that this is, that the Bulls are in this position right now. Because... It's almost like it's karma for them because at the same time, like they lost, they said they wanted to become more athletic, mm-hmm. and you got rid of Derek and then signed athletic point guard in Rajon, twenty nine years old. But at the same time, it's almost like it's not karma because you got this mother over here, like not showing up for games, like not even showing up to like the team bus or like the or the team facility to say like, hey, I ain't gonna make it tonight. I don't know how you're going to take that shit. I ain't going to make it. Like, what type of shit is that? I don't know, man. It's just that entire organization just needs, like, an entire just bowl of rice right now. I think that Derek is I, – I think that Derek might be on the outside looking in because we yeah. don't really know all the details. But I know on everybody saying on Twitter, social media, that Derek came back to Chicago to visit his mom. But I think Derek mentally – isn't I don't think he's all the way there, and I mean, you know, say what you want. People can say that Derek he wanted a change, you know, or Derek needed a change from Chicago. Uh-huh. It is a bit of you know homesickness right now. You got him playing with somebody who you know who always needs the ball in a in Carmelo, and you know Derek isn't really like I don't know. I guess Derek isn't shining to his potential. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's 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 definitely a, a hard thing to forecast with him because Derek is such a content, very mild, um, and quiet guy. So you can't really just read in too much into it from the outside and try to identify what's wrong. But at the same time, it's just like, damn, man, I mean, you're not showing up. I mean, that's serious. Like, remember, Chris texted me the other day and he was like, if that motherfucker was at a job, that would be his last day. Oh, yeah. Now, because he plays in the NBA, there's going to be a fine, maybe a suspension. I don't think they suspended him, though, but... That's that shit is serious. Like you just don't show up, don't know. And it wasn't like he didn't show up. People were saying nobody knew where he was at. That shit is scary. But what's your what was when you were when you let, saw let me interject real quick while I still can. I think you're on to something where you're saying that he's not there mentally. You go through a rape trial, you know, for the, about the you know you know the better part of a year. And, you know, stuff like that starts to, it'll wear on you. He's definitely not all the way there mentally. I'm gone. Well, to build on what the hell was that? 
<laughs> to build on what Dre was saying, I mean, he's got a point. People don't, they see the athlete, they don't see the life. They don't see what goes into being a star athlete. I think Dave Rose is still a star athlete. It takes a lot of pressure, and people sometimes don't know how to handle it. And, I mean, Derrick Rose has never really been the greatest PR type of player. So that's not, right. he's just innocent in all of this stuff. But I think it's a lot more to it than people realize. Yeah. It just, I don't know, man. Maybe, like, I have, like, certain players where, like, <laughs> they're my favorite players and I want them to do so well mm-hmm. and keep it too close to the chest. Like, for me, like, I, it's it's always, like, players that, like, Everybody else may not like, but I just be like that motherfucker right there. I want him to do it. One of them recently was Jorge Soler. Like I was hoping that that motherfucker would hit like a grand slam in the World Series or some shit like that. Me too. Even though I know he do no shit like that because he's swinging everything. But it's because I like him. His his personality, you know, his demeanor. He was always wanting to do good. Like he didn't let shit get him down. Exactly. I feel I've been feeling about Derek ever since he. Ever since he was at Memphis, I was just like, I love that kid. I I love the person, the type of player he is. You know, he has obviously he already has, has a chip on his shoulder in the world against him because of where he's from. And then when he went to New York, I was like, you know what? I hope that motherfucker go over there and ball. And it's it's hard as you know, not just a fan, but you know, a Chicagoan to see a player like that that's going through that. Because I'll tell you right now, I go on 2K and I bust niggas' ass with Derrick Rose. And Seriously. I almost feel like that shit is real. I mean, I still got 2K15. I still got D-Rose, Jimmy, everybody, all the entire 15 team. I still play them. <laughs> <laughs> the memories, man. But it's, it's tough, man. It's tough to see somebody go through that. And it's like, as a fan, you can only watch. And sometimes you have to watch it like a player's demise, like right before your eyes. And it's, it's hard to look at. That's another. And I know it's not right, but that's. Another reason on the inside why I can't stand Jimmy. I can't stand to see that motherfucker smile. I can't. <laughs> I can't mate. stand to see his ass smile and know Derek ain't, ain't ain't doing the shit that he's doing. And motherfucker, I got the notification on my phone that Jimmy was named Player of the Week. I dismissed that shit so quick. I don't want to see that shit. You gotta stop with the Jimmy hate man. He ain't that bad. Fuck that shit. I don't like Jimmy Butler. Trey, get get him out of here in my Trump voice. Get him out. Oh man, you really just bring out Trump again? No, but you know what? I feel I feel very strong, uh, Trump style about Nico Miracle. <laughs> when they get rid of his ass, we gonna throw an according to sources party, a satellite party. It's gonna be lit. Do you remember when we first started seeing like the hints of uh, Nikola Miritich him comes to the Bulls? I think I was uh, a junior or sophomore in high school, and I started seeing all these like highlight tapes from him over in Spain. I'm like, man, this dude is good. And all these threes, he's doing so well. I'm like, okay, yeah, but how's that going to turn this into an NBA basketball, not the Spanish leagues, not the European leagues? And he comes over, he never did up tonight. Never. Nico came busting damn great. I mean, people were talking about this dude like he was the next, like, Spanish Dirk Nowitzki or something. I'm just like, are you serious? And he it's just it hasn't come to fruition. Nico is trash. Straight trash, homie. I mean, he'll give you a three every now and then when you need it, but... You ain't doing nothing major. Don't expect him to win the game for you. I just can't. To, wa- <laughs> to watch him on defense is almost unbearable. He is pretty bad. Oh he is God. terrible. He's horrible. God. But it's it's like Rondo and Nico, they complement each other on the opposite ends, of the opposite ends of the court, a.k.a. one of the most enigmatic teams in the NBA, the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. They're about as enigmatic them. and, like, bipolar as uh, – <laughs> my girl Ronda Rousey. 
Oh man, that that entire situation got rehearsed is sad. But um, with the Bulls, we we beat the best teams, but we lose to the worst teams. I remember, uh, I think it was the last week I called it. It was in the group chat. We were talking about how the Bulls' schedule was coming up, and they played some of the best teams in the league, and we're going to win the majority of them. We're going to lose the next three or four games. Oh, we, yeah. lost the, we lost to the Wizards, man. The Wizards. That shit hurt. Two points. That shit hurt. I was like, really, man? I turned the game off. I was just disgusted. That shit really hurt. Because who, who, who was it? John Wall, he hit a jumper to, to, to close it, right? Exactly. Man. That's the Bulls. That's a Bulls in a nutshell. It's like they only show up for the big games. Like, all these the games they play on national TV, they're always there. The games they show them on WGN and like the other uh, home channels, they suck ass. I feel like it's on purpose or something. Jimmy, blame Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy's not the only reason for all this, man. Come on, man. blame fucking Jimmy. No, no, no. But it definitely is. It like you, you could just see Fred Hoiberg over there wanting to pull his damn hair out. Like, what the fuck? Why can't I get you guys to do this every night? But like how Dre said. As Dre said a long time ago, you you trying you're trying to build you're trying to have a team win on a consistent basis in a league where all the relatively successful teams are athletic as shit. Yeah. So that's why you see them, you know, beat a Cleveland. Um that's why you see them beat a Cleveland who Cleveland isn't I'm obviously besides LeBron and Kyrie. Um the rest of them they're not exactly athletic, but so they kind of somewhat match up well against them, but that's why you see them get their ass kicked by someone like Milwaukee on back-to-back nights. Yeah, that like was Jab- with Jabari, that, with Giannis, and that back-to-back. Chris was Middleton real. was busting Jimmy Butler ass when he was. Oh my god! And it wasn't because they were better; because they were just so much more faster. And they were beating them on the fast break, on the offensive rebounds. I'm like, Jesus, are you going to play some defense? Seriously, I'm kind of tired of seeing Giannis going there from the three-point line, making one jump and getting the rebound. I, I I wish I could play with Giannis on my park on 2K. I bust Dre ass. I oh, don't say that. You can have this man jump back in. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, out of all the uh, the pains with this organization, like who do you think is gonna be the first to go? Because I don't see Gar or Pax leaving. I don't. Gary and I, Gary. Uh, Ryan Storff is just too loyal to a fault. Well, I I don't know what Fred's contract is, but I could see them. Keeping Fred for a while because they're. I think they are still paying Thibs, or if I'm not. Oh mistaken. yeah. Um. So they might just you know stick it out with Fred. Maybe they'll bu- make some bullshit moves like whoever's the director of scouting. Um. You know stuff like that, but I I just don't see that happening. I I, I if we went into the off season and you know the summer camp started where you know all the players report for training camp and yeah. guard packs are still there i would not be surprised at all um one thing i don't understand is how this they feed this notion to the fan base that well, we're going to win now we're going to do this we're going to do that you start that and you trade Derrick Rose the most athletic player on that team and now the most athletic player on our team is who Jimmy Butler he's about as athletic as like a gluten free potato or something <laughs> He's. I don't hate Jimmy, but he's just—he's not what they make him out to be. He's not a leader. Hey man, Jimmy got ups. Jimmy ain't jumping shit. Bro. Jimmy ain't jumping nothing but hoops for that front office. <laughs> for the PR, <laughs> that man is the Uncle Tom of the NBA for sure. Oh my God, yes. He's Uncle Tom. He's a cornball. He's every 
name I can think of that Clyde's kissing the white man's ass, man. Oh, oh, Jimmy, I can't. Ugh. Jimmy ain't on that Jason Whitlock hate level for me. Oh, he's not there yet. He ain't there yet. But Jimmy, I, I just, I don't like that boy. I don't. However, I used to, like, in sort of segue here, I used to dislike Ronda Rousey the way I dislike Jason Whitlock. But now it's like, I, I, I almost, slightly, I'm not going to go too far, but I almost feel bad for her. I ain't never, that's like, you ever seen one of them fights in school, like in the cafeteria, where it's two motherfuckers <laughs> getting into it, and you know, you being a good human being, you be like, hey, bro, like, hey, man, that motherfucker can fight. Let's just lead us alone. Like, and they, you know, they talking, nah, man, fuck that shit, I'll fight him. I'll fight him at the school. Like, he's crazy right now. Don't even trip, bro. Like, somebody should have been telling Ronda that. Like, baby, maybe this ain't the, maybe this ain't the right person for you to jump back into the octagon with. Let's take some mop-up shit first. I think she knew that, though. She knew that. She just didn't want to make it so like she was um, taking a lesser opponent. But at the same time, man, you ain't fought it a year, like, uh, competitively. And you ain't exactly the best anymore, boo-boo. I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of women, that, <laughs> a lot of women in that division right now that's trying to prove their own because she's out now. I don't see her making a comeback from any of this, to be honest. They don't. Nunez beat the shit out of her ass. Oh, my God. Boy, she folded that girl like an envelope. Did you see the highlights? Oh, my God. She did not connect Nunez when I want. I think the funniest shit was when Kirby stayed in front of Rousey. He was like, you know, it's, it's over. And then, like, 10 seconds later, she just stood with her hands on her hips. Like, I hope that was that that shit happened. Like, nah, baby. <laughs> Hey, that's pretty that bad. was forty some odd seconds. <laughs> I just yeah. can't believe that, man. Like, and you know what sucks is that is that you know Dana White builds motherfuckers up like that and just uses them. Yeah. If she stopped fighting right now, that's it. Like Dana ain't gonna want nothing else to do with her. Please, the motherfucker, like to come and box, and that's my. But he's over there hustling these MMA guys and hustling people like Ronda Rousey, knowing damn well that she shouldn't have took that fight. But because it was a ticket, you know, he put it up to it. I don't know. I feel like he tossed her into it. I, I don't see her taking that fight on her own. She's not a dumb person. I mean, she can't really fight anymore, but she's not a dumb person. Mm-hmm. But you know who is a dumb person, though? Oh, get it. from Dallas. That's a Cowboys fan. That's about it. Oh shit! As Rob said, there goes some of our our demographic of followers right there. Oh my god! Any people in Texas? Uh, you can might as well go on our Twitter right now and just unfollow us because we're not gonna hold back on this shit. I mean, they know they like their whiskey, their Trump flags, or Jerry Jones more. <laughs> you think? You think that? You think Jerry Jones voted for Trump? Oh, come on now. This is a billionaire. He's going to get a tax break of a couple hundred million dollars. He's going to improve Jerry Jerry World some more. Come on now. Some of these Bamas, man, I'd be looking at them like, you know, maybe your white ass didn't vote for Trump. Like, I, I'd be wanting to give them the benefit of the doubt. But it's more and more as 2017 carries out. I'd be like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm profiling you, motherfucker. Yeah, you definitely voted for Trump. I know you did. Uh, there's this TV show on ESPN, and I, it's called Jalen and Jacoby. Uh, oh, yeah. The, the Jacoby dude is really cool. He made some really good points on uh, Dak Prescott and how the entire like drama between him and Romo. And he brought mm-hmm. Jerry Jones into the fold. He basically said that, I mean, he said this on ESPN of all networks, that Jerry Jones doesn't want a black man to lead his team. 
said, wait a minute, wait a minute. He said, what? Uh, Jacoby dude from my um, Jalen and Jacoby show basically said that Jerry Jones doesn't want a black man to lead his team, which is why he was so <laughs> like reluctant on giving him the starting role. Damn. And to be honest with you, I, I, I see that it has some merit to it. My younger brother thinks that Jerry, um, you know, he hustled that situation up. Like, he gassed that whole situation up. Like, Tony could come back and he could take Dak's spot. And then, like, when, like, they solidified that first-round pick, he was like, no, 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 you know, uh, Dak is our quarterback. Mm-hmm. He was like, now nah, they're just waiting on Dak to fuck up. So the whole time they could be, you know, they could use it as a fallback to be like, you see, Jerry was right. The owner was right. They should have let Tony but imagine how this storyline plays out. They play the Packers. Aaron Rodgers historically is really good indoors. Oh, man. He's going to turn that dome into his own house. So I, I imagine that, dude. Imagine that Dak don't show up. Like, it's a weird, it's a weird, it's a weird, like, try to predict going forward if the Cowboys lose. Because you have to wonder, if you thought the quarter, quarterback controversy was huge during the season, imagine after they lose in the in their first playoff appearance after a bye week. You know what that means? Looks like I won't be watching ESPN for the next three weeks. It's going to be sucking. Uh, I can't say that. It is going to be all up on the Cowboys' uh, jock. Let's say that. Oh, shit. Ed Warner going to be right there in uh, in uh, Urban, Texas. Every day. Oh, Every see, single day. We saw Jerry Jones already use three-ply today instead of two-ply. <laughs> they don't play that shit, man. I don't understand but, it, man. But, you know... As delusional as people think Jerry Jones is, the, hit, the, the Cowboys fans are even more delusional. They, I, I equivalent uh, Cowboys fans to statements made by uh, Alshon Jeffrey. They, they literally the same. Literally the same. Alshon said the Bears going to win the Super Bowl next season. God damn it, you could probably say Cowboys say it's the same equal. Dumb. But regular Cowboys fans are bad enough. But the Cowboys fans that are in sports media, I mean, God, Skip Bayless named one of them. And yeah, skip is Skip. I really can't wait to see the smug look on his face when Aaron Rodgers goes in there on Sunday or Saturday whenever they play and just blow the place up. Because I, I – See. I go ahead. But Skip, not gonna, he not going to give Aaron the credit on him. You think it would be like, oh, it's the Cowboys' fault? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> whenever one of Skip's teams lose, it's not because the other team played better. It's because his team played poor. Like, when the Spurs lost the first time to the Heat, uh-huh. it wasn't because of LeBron playing well. Ray Allen saved the entire season, and LeBron didn't ball out in Game 7. It, it just it couldn't have been LeBron that left him there. He did the same to Kobe. When Kobe used to play OKC in the playoffs before they overtook L.A., he did the same thing to him. He's no different. And I, I do love that, that part. Now... Um, Shannon Shannon Sharp is Shannon Sharp is a bit is he's almost refreshing to me uh, in comparison to to uh, to Stephen A because Stephen A ooh, on that big ass hairline I have one c word I have I have one c word that could perfectly fit right on his forehead and if anybody know my history with Jason Whitlock you know the c word that I'm talking about so that's that <coughs> cool. So, I mean, other than that, I don't really see, I don't really see Skip giving anybody any credit that's named Aaron Rodgers if they win. Is that? I'd probably turn on a uh, first date just to hear Stephen A. Smith call Aaron Rodgers a bad man again. 
That was it, boy. I love, I love to hear that shit. And don't nobody else want to hear it either. Nobody does. I don't understand why, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I do understand why, but there's just so many haters of just good people that destroy their teams. I mean, the, I mean, sports media has that's been their whole season this year talking about the Cowboys. Nothing else. I mean, the cow. Think about how that works. ESPN, uh, East Coast bias media, sports media, as you've ever seen. The Dallas Cowboys, led by a black quarterback and a black rookie running back, overtake most of their news coverage of the Patriots and Tom Brady. ESPN love Tom Brady. Can't won't ever stop talking about him. And they let the Cowboys overtake them. You can only imagine the national meltdown that is going to take place if and when the Packers beat the Cowboys this weekend. It would have been a really great matchup. Even the Packers would have lost. Let's say, okay, let's say the Packers lose to the Giants. I would have loved to see the Giants go into the Cowboys Stadium and get their pants smoked off. I would have actually rooted for the Cowboys because I can't stand Odell Beckham Jr. I don't know what it is. It's just the essence of a prima donna, bro. I, I totally forgot about that boat shit. Oh, I forgot about that shit. I told I I don't know why I let that shit slip my mind. That boy couldn't catch a cold on Sunday, man. That he was terrible. And you know what? It wasn't even the Packers secondary, man. He was just dropping balls and not running the correct routes. And I understand it's this frozen tundra, but New York isn't exactly Long Beach either. Yeah, I'm in Jersey on the East Coast. You used to cold. I ain't. I'm not trying to hear it. I don't really. That's another like funny soul to me. Because ain't nobody going to reprimand Odell, especially Giants management. They ain't going to reprimand him because he bring in money. He bring in jersey sales. You think Mac, they going to let McAdoo tell his ass what to do? McAdoo knew about that bullshit. But as long as Odell is on TV, as long as people are talking about him, mm-hmm. that's jerseys, man. People love him for acting an ass, for jabbing and shit in the street. They don't care about dude, man. I, I, could, tol- I could totally see, you know... Them going a different direction if Eli start, you know, voicing his opinion on how he feels about Odell. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can see them like, all right, well, you know, we're going to draft a quarterback this year in the draft. Because he's like the future of their team. Almost like, even though I love Chad, it's almost like how Chad was in Cincinnati. Yeah. Carson Palmer left. Chad was still Chad. He didn't give a shit. He was still Still out doing his thing because he sold jerseys. So... But he, I, he is definitely a total prima donna, and he's also, you know, uh, I think I think Odell, if he played for the Bears, he would live in Roscoe Village. We'll just say that. <laughs> oh man! And there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing at all. But you know, it's a lot of dramatic, cold blooded. What'd you say? Cold blooded. <laughs> it's a lot of dramatic people that live in Roscoe Village. I ain't got nothing wrong with that. I'm just telling you the demographics and the location of people. That's it. But, oh, but I tell you what. Oh, hope that Dez don't show up. I sure hope that Dez have himself a, a Odell Beckham type game. Ooh, I can't stand the Cowboys. See, man, even if he does have a Dez type game, I don't see that propelling to a victory. Say what? I don't, uh, even if he does have a regular Dez type game with 150 yards or something like that, I don't see that, I don't see that pushing them over the edge and winning a game. Because that Cowboys defense, it's a bend don't break, and the, the Packers just have too many weapons for them to carry. And I know this is coming from Packers fan. I get it. I understand it. Don't hate me, but uh, I just don't see it. 
And I'm not gonna be ragging. I'm not gonna be ragging on the Packers like that dude on Twitter that uh, E bricks on cut dude. And uh, I don't. No, that's just that's just negativity. Man. That nigga ass. Oh god! Don't even, don't even start on that guy. Man, I, I think I think the Packers. So this is my picks. I got the Chiefs beating the Steelers, the Packers beating the Cowboys for obvious reasons. Um, the Patriots. I don't even want to like decide what that score going to be. Um, and who else did I? What am I missing? This. I think the Seahawks are going to beat the Falcons, and that's it, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and there yeah, it's it is four games. It's HUS with our playoff picks, and we never really do that shit. That's what happens when you get light-skinned people running the show, baby. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You got the Chiefs being the Steelers? Oh, yeah. I ain't afraid of no damn Ben Roethlisberger. I I hope Roethlisberger lose. So who's going to stay AB? Why you got to ask challenging shit, man? I mean, I'm just asking. Can, can you name... Hey, Devin, can you name one defensive back that's not Eric Berry on that secondary for the Chiefs? Can you? It might for in, in all realistic, you know, facts here. I the Chiefs, they're almost like the Cowboys in a sense. So that bid don't break type defense. Yeah. Because they're always trying to run like these these cover zones to where Eric Berry can be all over the field. However, they got a lot of guys, man. And, and you know what? I might have to rethink that pick. Even though I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> I'm just gonna say the Chiefs are my upset. But the Steelers got Le'Veon balling right now, even though he did that shit against Miami. Um, yeah. Uh, but also, yeah, I guess Antonio ain't nobody gonna stick his ass, but they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. I got the Chiefs, so that's Devin's pick, not H2S's universal pick. Out of all the haters that are hating right now on the Chiefs and the Steelers, I mean that's gonna be a really good game. The Chiefs are at home. I do think that crowd presence will mess up that uh that snap count. I do, but. That's going to be a tight one, man. Seriously. Just neither one team is, like, so much more better than the other. However, if the Steelers advance, I think they definitely have a better shot of beating Tom Brady and the Patriots than rather than um, the Chiefs. I mean, of course, it's Roethlisberger can throw a pass for 515 yards. God, Roethlisberger is the worst. Wait, the worst? What? As a person. Oh, he's, yeah, he's, horrible. <laughs> he's a horrible person. Roethlisberger. Rapley, yeah, Ben Raplesberger. Raplesberger, come on, man, give a guy. He had his day in court. Oh my God! If we had a <laughs> Mike Vick, still trying to come clean, and he and he served his time. I know. I heard a story about some girl that was throwing dogs into a river, some in the south somewhere, and how she didn't give me jail time. Yet Mike Vick was supposedly running a dog ring, and this man lost his career and his life. <laughs> It's a crazy way working life works, man. It's be a shade thing. Shameful. Did you hear about George Carlin something he didn't say about Melo and Kenny Martin and just anybody he didn't like? Her? Oh, because George Carlin is uh, suffering from, you know, whatever brain cells he lost when he was uh, going through cancer treatment. I mean, George has never been an intelligent individual. In a yeah. sense of like being a like a player's coach, I I saw I think it was on Undisputed. Uh, Kenya Martin said, you know, he's if you want to talk about a guy who's great at talking about X's and O's, it's George Carl, hands down. Period. Coach, like somebody who's gonna influence us and talk to us and, and you know be that like father figure in the locker room. He's terrible, and that that's that speaks volumes of who George Carl is. So for anybody to put credit in that shit that he's talking about, it, it's 
it's it's not worth it because he's an idiot. I, I I would love to get him like to see him on a you know a sit down show like a like a first take or a undisputed. Just to get to how part. idiotic he tries to you know summarize and justify all that shit that he said in that book. Everything that he said, it wasn't exa- it wasn't constructive criticism. It was just plain saltiness and hate. I mean, he has no salt to take away the ice on almost every street in Chicago right now. And there's a lot of ice in these streets right now because <laughs> that lady that did the buster shit. And in case, in case, <laughs> side note, in case all of our followers don't follow me on Twitter, it's a uh, Mister underscore High Yellow. You will hear the funniest Chicago. Uh, the funniest Chicago story of this winter is I seen this old white woman bust a shit on Chicago Avenue in Larrabee. Please check it out. I continue, Chris. <laughs> but um, it's it's just baseless anger and salt. I don't. I can't quote exactly what he said, but I do remember something he said along the lines of him and Melo and uh, Kim and I never won anything because they didn't have fathers in their life. I think that's what he said. Something like that. And when I heard that, I was like. No, Terrence Carlin really said that. Somebody took his words out of context. I mean, he's a he's a nice guy. He ain't never been that type of guy. And then I go back around three different sources, and I'm just like, wait, he really is saying all this stuff. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you, bro? Like, how do you? Or I was thinking like, about... like, how does somebody let him get away with saying that shit? Like, nobody was just like, whoa, like, hey, bro, I don't think that's a good idea to write that shit. Unless, unless. Unless George is struggling for money right now, then I can understand that shit. You gotta be, you gotta say some some off the wall shit when you broke, and do off the wall shit when you broke. I'm looking. I Google George Carl, and the first thing I see is George Carl uh, Carl Q and A. This isn't what I wanted. What do you mean this isn't what you wanted? You knew what you said when you said that you came at these two wealthy, successful, and doesn't mean if they have a ring or not, successful NBA players and Key Martin being a former one. Talking about them being fatherless, how is that not what you wanted? You knew what you were saying. That's similar to Trump. What's her name? Uh, uh, Conway or whatever is Condoleezza Rice. You know, whatever, whatever his spokesperson's name is, she was like, "Don't listen to the shit that he says. Listen to his heart." Even though this motherfucker keep on saying dumb shit that come, that comes from his heart. Oh, uh, just correction, not Condoleezza. I mean, uh, Emma Rosa. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, you mean Kellyanne Conway? Kelly, no, that's her name. There's so many of them nowadays, I forget. So, like, George is the epitome of, like, like trying to backtrack. Like, saying, like, well, I meant to say that. It came from my heart. So whatever I said, get on me. Disregard that. Oh, my God. This was a family-oriented, light-skinned, run podcast. And now, Robert Tate has just joined us. Oh, man. Here we go. Dark Skate Men Unite. It was, it was going really, really good. Talking about Pence and Smokey Robinson. You bring your big James Aspen in here. Yeah, I had to come in and clean it up, man. I could feel the light skinnedness coming out uh, through the airwaves. Where I had to come in and, and clean things up. <laughs> through the airwaves. Turn, I, I turn this thing more black. My man, Rob, how you he, feeling, bro? He can feel the aura. I'm cool, cool, man. I'm just like, um, Joining in late, man, on daddy duty time, man. Kitty's finally in the, in the bed, so I forgot to hop in. What what I, what I miss? The whole show. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Play, play nice, Devin. Play nice, man. But um, 
we we were talking about um, Jimmy Butler and trading him and not being a leader and the athleticism of the Bulls. And then we went further on to Ronda Rousey and the Cowboys and Jason Willux. <laughs> and I, now we're talking about um, George Carl and his, um, his selective amnesia. Oh, that bomb. What a bomb, what a bomb man. What a complete bomb. Like, you, you, like, you would, you would figure that you know people that do stuff like that, that that make those kind of that write those kind of books, that they're like broke. Yeah. Like, like I, I mean, are, are, you, are, are you are you that hard up that you got to go pedal you know, <laughs> pedal your book around and, and and you know and and go on multiple radio shows and like is it, I get the feeling like I only heard him talk maybe once you know throughout this whole process. But he was on like Mike and Mike, and like just the feeling that I got from it was like he kind of felt uneasy, like like he didn't really want to, like he doesn't really want to be saying that about his players or his, his ex players or whatever, like like but don't do it. I'm, I'm sure George Carl made him enough money in his lifetime to where he didn't have to write this stupid book. Like if you write a book, write a self help book or some shit. Like don't <laughs> talk about you know your ex players and you know them being fatherless and all that kind of other shit. Nonsense, man. Because when you say something like that, man, that's not something you can come back from. It's not. It's not. Not when you get that personal about multiple players. Like, like he's he he talked about multiple players and like personal shit. Like, not even like, yeah, um, fucking uh, Allen Iverson was a horrible point guard. You know, he he know how to run run the offense that I wanted to run or some shit like that. It was, yeah, players with Kenya Martin being. Fabulous or whatever the fuck. It's like, come on, man. What are you doing? Like that, 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 that brother has like kids and shit now. Who, by the way, if you haven't seen Kenyon Martin's son dunking on people at whatever you know level of basketball he's playing at right now, you should definitely Google that. Yeah, he got ups. As long as he don't bust his knees up like his pops did. <laughs> That's not, that was a downfall of Kenyon Martin coming out of out of college. Keenan Martin was supposed to have been like basically Blake Griffin booming on cats. He messed up his knees, man. And he wasn't never he wasn't exactly a light like a light guy. He was always kinda on the heavier side, so but I mean in that era being six nine and being that heavy didn't exactly mean he wasn't gonna be a good power forward. No. So y'all think y'all have to talk about uh Ronald Rousey getting uh, shit pushed in too, huh? <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I had my shit Pushed in, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she okay, so she got to stop, right? I mean, like this is this has to be it, right? I mean, all credibility is, is is shot at this point, right? I mean, am I am I wrong in assuming that? I mean, can you? I, mean, I guess spiders could come back and you know, as like whooped, but how do you come back from that constantly? Like, it's not like she's like she's not even like like. Are you at least pitching these bitches? I mean, are you touching them at all? It's like she's getting her ass whooped in like record time. Like so, from a from a person that was like beating the hell out of people to like have it done to you now, it's crazy to me. So I feel like you know she loses another fight. You might have to put on like suicide watch or something. <laughs> oh man, that's another demographic of that soft millennials man. He just lost. But uh, what else? Like I said, dude, she her game saved her life. Then, when she realized that her game saved her, her hands on her hips, it was just like, wait a goddamn minute. 
Oh, yes, it did, Rhonda. Clock, clock. Clock, clock. That motherfucker said 48 seconds. Nah, it's going to say 48. Yeah, 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 it did. Oh, it did. You know, they picked the worst possible person for her to come back against. Like, the, the absolute worst possible person. You mean like a warm, a what, a warm body? No, like somebody that can actually like box. She feels like she could be anybody right now. Like, you, you look at all of the people that she did beat. They were all people that like to grapple. And if Nunez would have tried to grapple with Ronda Rousey, she would probably got armbar too. The same thing happened in the last fight where it was another person that could strike. Like, and that's where all of the new generation of UFC women fighters are going. Like, they're going away from all that wrestling. They don't want to wrestle. They want to so, box. That's what <laughs> so, I mean, then. Warren Body. At this point, so, she can't nobody. All of these new girls are going to stand up, and they're going to punch you in the face. And, like, if you saw Ronda, like, trying to punch her, all of her punches were all, all wild and loopy. She couldn't really get anything behind them. And Nunez was out there throwing punches like she was Tyson. Like, she was lining <laughs> <her> up. <laughs> um, so for, that was the first problem, was putting her up against somebody who was an actual striker and not another grappler. The second problem is making her come back and fight when I have a feeling she didn't really want to fight to begin with. Um, that's that's another thing. It feels like she like she's she's over it. Like even like the beginning of the the whole thing, right? Like all of the PR for the fighting, it never really seemed like she was there. And I think um, who's the other chick? Uh, the other the other fighter, the woman fighter who uh, who Nunez just knocked out. Um, Couldn't tell you, bro. Damn, why can't oh, I? Man. Uh, I can't remember her name, but anybody who's listening to us knows who knows who I'm talking about. She was looking at the um, the uh, the press as well, and she was like, "I don't know if Ronda wants to be there." Like, she's not doing any press. She's walking out, not talking to anybody. She's having like mental break breakdowns. Um, she didn't want to be there, and she ended up having to take that fight. And ended up getting getting the hell beat out of her. I mean, like Rob said, I don't personally think she should fight again. And the way things are going, it doesn't seem like she wants to fight again. But uh, if she does and she loses like that, they're definitely going to have to put her on suicide watch because I don't I don't think she'll. Cause she was talking about killing herself after she got knocked out the first time. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she went to a deep depression after that. That that other uh, ass what what so, uh, so the Knicks lost on the last second shot from uh, Philly tonight. T.J. McConnell. <laughs> so, as if as if they didn't need Misha Tate. It was Misha Tate. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Misha damn. I should I should have given that damn name. But uh, uh, as if the New York media needed more to uh get on the Knicks case about they losing the last second shot to fucking oh my god, Porzingis with the air ball with the air ball three. Damn, you still here? <laughs> I don't want I don't want us dark skinned guys to come in and take over your podcast, man. I don't know, dude, because like everything you guys are saying, it is like you are in a deep well or something. <laughs> is, is, is that how it sounds? Yeah. Like it sounds bad. Really? Everyone sounds fine to me. God yeah, damn it. D Rose had twenty five points tonight, huh? Ever since fucking Rob jumped in, man. Hey, he a dope, uh hey man. My blackness took over. Uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he had like 17 in the first half, I think. So he didn't do much in the second half. Uh, Porzingis didn't do nothing the whole game. No, he he was pretty off. I don't know what his problem was. I saw I saw his uh, 
halftime stats. I think he only had two at the half. I, I didn't see anything after that, but yeah, I, figured it, I figured it couldn't have gotten any better. Yeah. So maybe he was still reeling by the fact that Derrick Rose asked for a $150 million contract. He couldn't get over it. All right. So, <laughs> so we haven't had the Derrick Rose conversation yet, right? I, I think they have. Haven't you guys talked about D Rose? Right. Uh, yeah, we did. Fuck that. My, 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 I'm gonna have my, my turn to talk about this shit. <laughs> okay. So, okay, two separate issues. First of all, like like Dre just mentioned, you know that whole deal where all of a sudden it, it just felt weird to me that that would even come out today after all of this shit that happened. Um, you know, I would I would wonder first of all where that came from, who said it. What sources near him? That's that's how it was reported. Sources near Rose said the shit. What source near Rose is saying that today? Like, what, like, what, is that his agent saying that shit today? Like today of all days, you would figure everybody around Rose would not mention money next year, new contract. None of those words would be in a mouth today. So who got that? That scoop today is, is was my question. The minute I heard that this morning. I didn't quite understand yeah, that. People around. I, I, I was having a conversation with, with a person a week ago before all of this shit even happened, saying, I don't understand the people around Derrick Rose. At some point, Derrick has to be, uh, his feet have to be held to the fire for a lot of the shit because you, at this point, you are a grown-ass man. Like I, I, I had posted on Twitter, I'm a supervisor at my job. You no call, no show on me, I will fire your ass. That's it. It's a wrap, bro. That's I'm firing you. Everybody, everybody that's listened to this podcast, that's, that's heard us a couple times, know my affinity for Derrick Rose. I walked the same streets as the kid. I've defended him. I've defended him when he was here. I've defended him why he's been, been in New York. I'll still probably defend him, but th- in this particular situation, there was no reason he shouldn't have at least texted the coach of uh, anybody something. I told no somebody, Derek is. Uh, I think D- Derek is on drugs. That's uh, whatever, whatever, whatever his reasoning is. Whatever it is, but Derek, you, have, you, have, a, you have a job to do. He was like, I didn't want to be a distraction to the team. Well, you were. You were the biggest distraction. You did it in the biggest possible way. If you just would have sent a text or a call, say, Hey, you know what? My mind is. I'm out of it tonight. You know, I'm. I'm having some issues at home with my kid, my mother, whatever the case is. I've seen players get personal days, and then the team can can doctor it up and say, you know, there's an illness or whatever the case is. They would do that for you. I'm sure they've done it a thousand times before. He's taking a day. He's going back home. He has a personal he has a personal issue at home. He'll be back for the next game. No big deal. And then nobody, everybody goes, okay, whatever. Derek has to go home for a personal issue, and that's it. But since you decided to just go AWOL and hop on a plane and go home. <laughs> Derek was on a Delta flight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I go and do TSA and shit. <laughs> Derek, what you, hey, bro, uh, what you doing? Don't y'all got a game tonight? Nah, nah, ain't no game. Ain't no game. I'm trying to catch this flight, though. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Did you see that uh, that one meme? It was like uh, Derek's all N-O on the schedule. They thought it meant they didn't have a game. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> it, Derek has to do better with that kind of stuff, man. Don't 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 do that. It's, you're, you're in the contract year, dog. Like who's around you? At what point is he coming home and he's talking to somebody? He talked. He talked to somebody. It had to be mama, brother. 
the girlfriend. Nah, wasn't brother, wasn't brother, because you know Reggie. Brother, because brother, ain't, brother ain't going. He ain't gonna keep it. He'll keep it more tight lipped than Derek. But somebody at some point had to have said, "Bruh, you coming home? Ain't that a game tomorrow, uh, tonight? Have you talked to anybody?" Like, in order to kick sense into you, if you ain't got it yourself. So I blame just him, just as much as I blame everybody around him too. No, it's not even. Oh, it's that. That is another thing. I honestly, I've been. I've said this a while. I've been tweeting it ever since Derrick Rose got traded to New York. I honestly don't think he's over being traded from his hometown team. I think that's, I think that's something to that. Time. I think I think there's something to that. I can see that because he feels like he wasn't appreciated. He didn't like the way it went down. But at this point, he needs to come to grips with it. It's happened. It's yeah. happened. Let it go. You got to move forward with your life. Uh, the, the Bulls did. That's, how, that's, how, that's why they traded you. They're moving forward. So you need to move forward. You need to think about your future. Unless you just don't care. But your future is this new contract that you're trying to get. And you skipping out on games ain't going to help your case. And then, you know, whatever asshole you got around you, that's putting out this absurd number of 150. You know, they need to be slapped as well. So everybody in this camp, man, like I know the Bulls had their part. And not handling shit right. I, I get it. They did. They, they still aren't handling shit right. Fred Horberg still isn't handling shit right. As much as we want to give him a pass for his coaching, you know, maybe because he hasn't had the tools around him and all of that. No, 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 no. Fred, Fred, Fred is probably not a good coach. He's probably so, not a good so coach. We're, okay, so we're, we're finally coming around to this. He's probably, Fred, he's probably not a good coach. But and then, even, like, even, even still. Like, even X's and O's too, Dre. Like, just, just like handling your players. Yeah, that, like, yeah, there's no reason, that. There, there's no reason that. why Rondo shouldn't know why he's benched. Like, like no, they, they, they did tell him why. <laughs> they said... Wait, we, did they, you hear the comments? They they said, said, he said we were saving you from yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <Are> you <serious? laughs> I can't stand the Bulls organization so much. It's so much stupidness. And then you know what's crazy? The Bulls are the next play tomorrow, don't they? Huh? Yeah. yeah, they do. I think the Bulls are next play on national and Jimmy, TV. And Jimmy not tomorrow. playing that game. Jimmy not Thank playing that game. So the Bulls, the Bulls are about to get destroyed. It's going to be hilarious. I can't wait. Yeah, I got to make sure I pick up Derek and my DraftKings to brought in. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to take over Devin's show. Devin, this is your show, man. This is your show. Go ahead. No, and Rob, <laughs> I think like, if you look at what Rob says, it makes a good point. Like, too many of us, like, like Chris, it goes back to my point earlier, where I was thinking, like, I love Derek so much, and I want him to do well so bad. Right, right. It's like this, where you just got to be like, all right, man, I can't make any more excuses to do. Like, nigga, you, you're too grown to be doing this shit now. Like, you, like, you're, you're a veteran in this league now. You got traded from Chicago. That was almost a mutual thing because you basically didn't want to be there either. You needed to change for yourself. Right, now yeah. this, you're not even making the best of the situation. Like, who the fuck does that? Like, you don't show up to a game and then you say you don't want to be a distraction. God. Like that. No, bro. Oh my like, God, it's so stupid, man. You could have easily been like, yo, I got some serious shit going on, like how one of my brothers does. This When this motherfucker call off, it's the funniest shit in the world. Like, hey, uh, you could take that as me quitting, or you could take that as just a personal day. I'm just letting you know. Hey, out of respect. <laughs> there's no, no way in the world Derek is a, a rational human being. Like, it's just not possible. I don't think he's ever, he's not used to this. 
No. Like, he's not used to being normal. And right now, he's just normal. Like, he's not used to that. He doesn't know how to, to respond to it, how to react to it. Um, clearly, because he's doing things like this. Like, he's – I wouldn't say he's normal because, because Derek isn't a normal basketball player. I mean, he's still better than most people. But he's used to being better than just about everybody. And so, that, you know, and that that part you just said, Dre, just even still, like listening to, because I, I mean, you know, Dre ain't been hearing this because he's in in, uh, in Georgia now, but like even just listening to like the people, and even still, you know, of course they were licking their chops over this, and you know that we they they even live played this his his press conference over you know on the radio today and everything, and just you know even still talking about you know what he's not as a player and all of that. I mean, like you see. If, if, if he's averaging 17 points, like, come on. Like, what he like, is is still a, a good still point very guard good. in the NBA. I think what the, the – don't the, the thing – this is what gets me. Like, he doesn't play here anymore. I don't understand why Chicago still has his – I don't get that shit. And what no, – like, like, everything that he does. Like, it's, it's, an, it's incredibly ridiculous and petty to me that all Chicago media has, like, this axe to grind with Derrick Rose. I have no idea why. If, 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 I mean, everything that you wanted to happen happened. You left. It's Jimmy Butler's team. The only thing that didn't happen is the Bulls fucking suck. Like, basically, you want them to be so good with Jimmy, and it still didn't it's happen. Not, it's not fucking happening. So, so we, we all tried to everyone tell else. It wasn't everyone else. It wasn't just let Jimmy be Jimmy and all of this other crap and build the team around Jimmy. The same thing still applies that I've been saying for like the last two years. If Jimmy Butler is the best player on your team, you're not a very good basketball team. And all of the things that Jimmy is doing is really, really good. But how many times throughout the history of the NBA have we seen basketball players put up a whole bunch of numbers on bad basketball teams? And people are acting like this has never happened before. Like, oh, my God, Jimmy scored 52 points. Well, goddamn it, Tony Dell did too. And I don't remember nobody congratulating him for being a great basketball player. Like, it happens. People put up numbers on bad basketball teams. It happens all the time. Would, would basically be Kevin Love, basically. Kevin yeah. Love was putting up astronomical numbers. I mean, he was getting 20 and 20 certain nights. And but, he, if, and, and but if he's the, the best player on your team, you're not winning shit. And that's just it. That's all. That's it. That's all. And we did, that's all we kept trying to tell people. It's like, look, I mean, y'all want Jimmy to be this, the, the savior of this shit, and he's not. He can't be. Just looking at it from a basketball standpoint, just looking at it with our own eyes and, you know, a, a little bit of, of basketball knowledge, you can look at him and say, he's not going to lead no team to nothing. You want to know why? He's dribbling the ball all, all you know, for, for, for 20 seconds and, and, and on, on a play. Oh, oh, you want to know why he can't be the best player on your team? <laughs> Because physically, he's not equipped for being the best player on your team. Like, if you look at a player like the Greek Freak, right? He's equipped physically to be the best player on your team. Long arms, athleticism, he can jump, he's fast. Like, all of those things come into play when you're the best basketball player on your team. Winning a championship. And that's great. It's great to work your way into but that's not going to win a championship. You have to have some actual physical talents. Like, you have to be an exceptional physical specimen to do things that players are supposed to be. Like, Like that's why every time the Bulls play Milwaukee, they get dusted off. Because that team is full of guys that are remarkable physically. The Bulls just have a bunch of guys that are good basketball players, but they don't have a lot of physical talent on, on these teams. Like, come on. Jimmy yeah, Butler, would you take? Would you if? Do you think that if Jimmy Butler was playing like this, 
at the same age that Giannis Antetokounmpo is, right? Let's say they're the same age. And Giannis is doing what he's doing. And Milwaukee and the, and the Bulls ask Milwaukee for a, a trade. Head up. Do you think they're trading Jimmy? They're like, trading Giannis for Jimmy? Hell. Do you think that trade is happening? You want to know why it's not happening? Because Giannis has a 12-foot wingspan. That's why this <laughs> trade isn't happening. That's exactly why this trade is not happening. And it never will happen. Nobody's trading for Jimmy goddamn Butler when you have a young guy that can do everything Jimmy is doing and be young. <laughs> like, and, and athletic and long and, and all of these things that are just great about being young and athletic. It's like Jimmy got short-ass arms. If You know what? If Jimmy's arms were a little bit longer, maybe. But he got short-ass arms. He's not very tall. He's not athletic. He's just a very good basketball player because he worked hard at it, like Rob said. Fuck out of here, Jimmy Buckster. I've made a lot of realization with this team over the last couple of weeks and months, and I've come to two really quite solid real, uh, thoughts. One, the athleticism of this team is worse than my dad's uh, YMCA team he plays on on Saturdays. That's one. Oh, Lord, that's got to be horrible to watch. And two, you pops. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my dad is 46 and still thinks he's out there playing like a young magic or something. He's putting hernias and stuff. You don't know. He might. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, when you think about it, I understand we want to get Jimmy out of here. We want to get younger. We want to get better. We want to get faster and athletic. But is Jimmy a trade pack with Jimmy? Is it really that attractive? Is it really yes. that sexy to a team? Yeah. Get him Just, out of here. I don't see it. Boston will take him in a New York minute. Oh, yeah. And you could get both those picks from New Jersey. And you could probably get one of the uh, one of the uh, the young players. You could probably get that from that for Jimmy Butler. So do you because, think Boston's asking for too much? I mean, do you think the Bulls are asking for too much for for Jimmy? Um, no, because you're in the driver's seat with this. You know, um, people need him. Like if you give Boston Jimmy Butler, that puts them in a different stratosphere, right? Oh, yeah. Like then they can play with they could play with Cleveland at that point. Um, they're probably the only team that we could trade them to. And get anything of you know note. Uh, I can't see anybody else because I mean you got to get those two New Jersey picks, and you got to get like I, I know they they wouldn't give up Jalen Brown, but they may give you Marcus Smart or somebody along those lines. But I don't know, man. I, I can't see them trading Jimmy. Um, you may see them trade Taj at some point, but I think they really want to try to actually build around Jimmy. Man, they ain't trading that nigga. What can they get for Taj, though? I mean, I don't know, like some second round draft pick. You know, who knows? Shit. That's what he's trying to say. <laughs> but I don't even want to get like a second round draft pick because their draft picks of late haven't been all that great. Even though Dizel Valentine has looked pretty good the last couple games. Um, when, let him, when, when Fred lets him fucking play. Yeah, when he, when, he, when he plays. And Bobby has actually been looking okay, but Nico has been absolutely and um and doug still just isn't shooting i don't know why he won't shoot he's too yeah. scary man damn so the charges are really leaving uh san diego huh what happened breaking news they are leaving san diego they are moving to la so we got another goddamn team in la oh my god another team i'm not gonna watch yeah they, <laughs> they are announcing it on thursday it looks like trash so, yeah. trash trash didn't Philip Rivers say like he he wasn't gonna leave? They, they left like he had to keep him and, and let him stay in San Diego. He's yeah, still gonna play for, some, some he's still gonna play for like the that. Chargers. 
Yeah, so some, some goofy shit like that. You better pack up. You and all your twenty three kids and take their ass to L.A. <laughs> you and your uh, what the hell they call them neckties? Which they the joints that he be wearing? Oh, you know, what are they called, man? I don't know what the fuck it's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. No. You and take that, take that, that bolo necktie. Uh, take your ass to L.A. If there's one thing he has aim at. <laughs> his, his, his wife's wool. <laughs> he got about ten kids. He got more kids yeah. than Sean Kemp and Scotty. <laughs> oh man, combined. Oh, that's hilarious. But, you know, I'm, I, I'm not like most Bears. I'm not Bears fans. Jesus, I just say Bears. Jesus, there you go. There you go. There you go. I think I got a fever, man. There you go. That Spanish influenza. Welcome to the other side. I don't really blame, like most Chicago fans, we blame coaches. We burn coaches as fast as any other sports city in the country. But I really don't blame Hoiberg. There's just so many wheels that need oil in this operation. It's not yes, his, his fault. It's not I, feel you. fault. I, I feel you there. But like, like, it's, it's not his fault. Price it's not just it. that, but he's 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 done his, his he's bad. part. He's bad he's at done his, his job. part. Let's just say that. How? Well, he's mismanaged relationships with multiple players at this point. He mismanaged his relationship with Joe Kim Noah when he got over here. He's mismanaged his Rondo, this Rondo thing. No, bro. No, Yes, no, he has. No. Yes, no, he has. You cannot say that, bro. Yes, no. he has. You know, you know Joe Kim, out of all the motherfuckers that was under Thibodeau, he loved Tom Thibodeau. And he took his anger out of Thibodeau getting fired. On, on Freddie Hoiberg, you know that. I, I, I don't give a I don't I don't give a fuck about that. When when you come <laughs> over as a new coach and the the leader of your locker room, you're not telling him whether or not he's starting or not, or whatever the case is, and you 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 you're bullshitting around with how you're going to utilize him, and you're not telling him how this shit's going to work. And then the, the beginning of the season, uh, you would know what you're coming off the bench. Wait a minute, what? Like. There needs to be better communication. Yeah, and there, there, there does need to be better communication, and that, that that actually comes from him being a being a college coach. So I'll, I'll give him some passes on that with the with that. He he, but he did handle it bad with Rondo. I don't know if he handled this thing with Rondo badly because it seems like everybody handles something badly with Rondo, and it might just be Rondo. Like everybody. No, I'm I'm, I'm with that. I'm with that. I get that. I, I'm not, I give you the, I'm not I taking the blame. I'm not taking. I give you. I'm not taking any blame away from Rondo because at this at this point, like you just said, at some point it's you. But by that same token, come out and just say something. Like he he's he's beating around a bush with shit instead of doing like like what what Carlisle did. He just said, "Look, this motherfucker ain't gonna see the court until I until I'm good and damn ready." <laughs> he didn't bullshit around with it. He said, "Look, me and Rondo had a falling out. This motherfucker gonna sit his ass on the bench until I'm good and goddamn ready." And still, yeah, Fred Warwick, he came out and was like, "Yeah." A lot of that with, uh, with Rick Carlisle comes from him being. I mean, he's been coaching for like 15 years, and he got a championship. And it's like I get, he, he has some that, 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 that comes with him. What's the name? I, of this, is a young coach. He's still young. Rondo isn't is a vet. I understand the apprehension with coming to him and doing that. I wish he would have handled it better. But if if your coach can't do that, you want to know whose job it is? Your front office. That is your front office's job to come in and handle that. Like, okay, we see that you can't handle this because of XYZ situation. We're going to come in and make sure that he understands the situation because you feel a certain way about the situation. Instead, so you don't. So you don't think that would that would be looked at as kind of undermining then if they did that? 
No, because you have to. You have to help your young coach out. You can't leave them out there on an island with a bunch of veterans on your team and then expect for them to listen to him all the time. Sometimes you have to step in and help. You don't think that Pat Riley was in there helping Eric Spostra with the big three? He was constantly helping them, giving, making sure that they knew that he was in charge and he was the person that they was listening to. The boys you know what helped you know with, that, with that situation too, though? Wade came in and was like, you know, no, nah, this is, you know, everybody want, you know, want us to, you know, blame him or, or you know, have this uproar with this, this new young head coach. But no, nah, he's the head coach. You know, this is you know, what he say goes and we're following behind him. We, you know, we, you know, we, we ride with him. That, and that's obviously not me if I can say it here. They're too busy if I can say yeah, it. He, he needs to coach harder. And, and all this other stuff. But, other but shit. That, that also, Wade did that also because Pat Riley made it very, very clear. This is the boss. You can like it. You can leave it. This is your boss. You don't have to. I mean, what? what? This is the guy that is. But Patrick probably ain't doing that because he don't, he don't fucking like Fred to begin with. It wasn't his, it wasn't his guy he wanted to bring in. Who? Gar? Pax. Yep. Uh, Pax, yeah, probably. But I'm, I'm just saying that those are the things right, right, right. that, no, that a real team actually does. You you make sure that all of these issues are taken care of. We're not going to have any issues. This, And even if Pax doesn't want to do it, because like I told you in that te- text message, I don't even think Paxson works there anymore. To be like in the office on a day to day basis, Jared Paxson isn't working there. He ain't doing anything. So that comes from the guard needs to be in there letting them know hey, this is the person who's in charge. I'm in charge, and I put him in charge. So he's in charge, and this is what we're going to do. Guards are sitting there looking stupid with his dumbass neck. Like, I didn't told y'all to stop trusting motherfuckers with fat necks. I didn't told y'all this, but y'all don't want to listen. I- this, uh, this organization is so goddamn dysfunctional. It makes no sense. It, it, it boggles my mind how quickly this whole thing fell apart. We went from contending for championships to barely being like, even, we're not even in the playoffs anymore. And that is so disheartening for me. Like, I don't even watch the Bulls anymore because it's like, I just know they're going to lose. Like, I, I know they're going to lose. So what's the point of watching them? Like, and I blame Gar and I blame Pax and I blame everybody. I blame so, Derek's you got the blame? So listen to this. Have to blame yeah. Ryan Stewart. Have to blame the ownership. There will never be a change in anything unless we change the regime of the ownership. That ain't gonna it's happen. Idiot. That's this, not never gonna happen. This is a cash cow. This team ain't going. That ain't gonna happen. Too much, too much money is being made with with them and and his other squad. It's never gonna happen. Um. So so peep this. Um. This I mean related sort of, but. Uh, Derrick Rose shot 11 for 16 with 25 points and was still a minus 21 in his minutes tonight. If that's not telling about a, a team slash player's defense, what are, what are, what are your thought, thoughts on that? Derek, uh, it's been like that all season, right? Uh, they, they're supposedly they play better when he's off the court. But, Isn't, wasn't they saying that same malarkey here? Yeah, they were. They're saying the same bullshit here. Maybe it's true. Maybe maybe teams are better when he doesn't play. Did he lose last night? They lost last night without him. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> who, 
pretty sure he lost last night without him. Right, so maybe what you're saying is maybe it's not just him. It's just the teams that he's playing on sucking because the Bulls no longer have him, and they fucking trash, and they're worse than they were last trash. year, too. So I don't know. They, they got they got the lead that they wanted. He's supposed, he's supposed to be the savior of this whole thing. Is Did Carmelo play? Mm-hmm. Carmelo play. He's supposedly he a, so a, bad in the fourth yeah, quarter. Him and, and a lot of other people, like, they, they, they – a lot of people tried to make the excuse that they was all worried about Derrick Rose. But his head wasn't really in it. But, yeah, I mean, I, he I, scored I, 28 I, points, and he and he was scoring pretty efficiently up until the fourth quarter when he couldn't hit anything. So what is, like, was he, did he just, like, start worrying about him in the fourth quarter? Or <laughs> like, what happened? Because I'm not sure what the what, what the process is there. I'll tell you what the process is. Them trying to run a goddamn triangle. Oh, my God. Nobody, everybody runs the triangle. Nobody should run the triangle exclusively anymore. With an athletic point guard. Because that's that, so smart. That can't shoot. Man. You know, I've realized that I've seen, there's this uh, YouTube page that I follow. And um, they basically just post highlights of last night's NBA action the day after. And I've seen a lot of dead girls highlight reels. If you look at his play, this man does not take a jump shot unless he's being stuck by two defenders or he's off a pick and roll. And when he does, it's some little ugly spot of 15 footer inside the three point line. That's and if you look at him shoot, it looks like he's leaning into the shot. Yeah. Like the ball's always. Got to hit the that's, that's always been his problem. And that's why he shouldn't take anything but those ugly 15 foot jump shots. I don't want to see him take nothing else but those. Everything else should be going to the basket. That boy on drugs. <laughs> I told y'all something is up with him, man. Like, oh, man. like, but like I said, you know the whole the whole thing with the the rape case. Like, it's hard to to just be okay after that. Like, you, I don't, I wouldn't expect anybody to just be like, oh, okay, I'm off, I'm cool now. Hi guys, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> All right, that's just not reality. Somebody, I saw somebody say, man, Derek just wanted to have white. <laughs> like shit, man, I ain't had no heroes in the night, man. I just, I just want a half white. Oh, fried everybody, everybody, everybody tripping. <laughs> Salt pepper mild. They got that shit in New York. You know, ain't no fucking heroes in New York. Man, I got some big greasy ass pieces, pieces of a piece of flat ass pizza. Fucking rich crackers <laughs> with cardboard and cheese on them. <laughs> Cardboard ass pizza. Uh, you need New York. Need New Yorkers listening to this shit. Yeah, we talking about your. Pizza. Yeah, we own y'all. We at your neck right now. Nasty ass pizza. We lost. Your nasty we lost ass pizza. Uh, Dallas, Texas earlier. Now we lose. And Alabama because <laughs> yeah, y'all lost. <laughs> we lost, we lost Alabama. They went in on Alabama too. Uh, we gonna cover all all other forty nine out this bitch. <laughs> How do we lose Alabama? Did we talk about they twelve fans that waited for their players to get off the bus when they when they got back? No, I think they said that everybody that was inbred and like yeah, that their sister or some shit. Yeah, they're too, they're too busy uh, fucking their cousins. Why they, why they? That's why they go see the players get off the bus. It, oh, it was like twelve. It was like twelve fans waiting outside the play when these players got off. Of so if we don't win. Yeah, yeah. That's it, huh? Y'all some two-faced ass Walmarkers. I don't know one person that like is a Alabama fan now that was an Alabama fan like ten years ago. No, <laughs> no. 
Because they was getting their hands beat in 10 years ago. Now Alabama was, Alabama was a forgotten about school until uh, Nick Saban took his bitch ass down there. Now everything is roll tied now. So yeah, I got it. I got people that, that, that go to that went to Illinois talking about some damn roll tide. Roll like, tide. Beat your it. ass out of here. Roll tide. Beat it. Took y'all ass back to Alabama with that shit. Lose man. They lost. I got one question. I what hate saving. What's the cruising tide? What is <laughs> it? Um, I, I, I bet you when you look deep into it, if you get the real definition, it's some racial shit. I, I knew it. I fucking. I, I, can see I was gonna say that shit, man. The blood <laughs> of your goddamn <laughs> slaves. <laughs> it's about on flow because they're a bunch of every school in the SEC every school in the SEC all of them have some type of racist ass shit that ties into their mascot if you read into some of the history of some of these schools man and see what these schools was doing back then oh, you, you would be floored especially schools like, like Alabama and fucking Ole Miss some of the shit they was going on, man, oh, please. Man. They was doing some wild stuff back then, man. I think they said that the reason why, um, like, LSU, like, so many SEC teams have Tigers as their mascots, he's something super fucking racist, and they have to change it. Like, that's how bad those schools are. Oh, look at, yeah, like, like that shit, man. North Carolina, like, the Tar Heels, that, that shit is, <laughs> they got nothing to Tar do with no damn goat. What is a Tar Heel, anyway? Is that, like, is that an actual, like... No, it's a, it's a nickname given to people that live in North Carolina. I don't know where it came from. I thought That's it was, like, saying. something about the uh, the, the roads. Uh, oh, no, like... Tarring like, and feathering the goddamn thing. <laughs> something about tarring. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> there, there it is. North Carolina out of there. Yeah, okay. North Carolina is out of there, too. Thanks a lot. Out of there. Oh, oh. Say if you were the only asses. Duke too. Florida State beat the shit out of them last night. Go Knowles. Fuck dudes. And fuck Grayson Allen. Uh, that's, that's another thing. Fucking Grayson Allen. What's wrong with this kid, man? This motherfucker tried to push a coach last night. Push a coach. Wait, what? You hear about this? I know when a player pushed me, no, and that's man. not what happened. What's he shut your yeah, so, so look, so listen, on the radio today, Wilder and Sylvie did like this six degrees of separation thing. So like when they when they saw the, the statement come out, they were like, wait a minute. You know, it's kind of odd because like, they, they watched the video. I still haven't seen the video. But like they was like, I don't know, man. I'm looking at this video, and this looks like a fucking shove. Bro, he so he was like, a, so he was like, wait a minute. So this coach that made this statement, you know, who is this guy? So this coach has some Chicago ties to uh, uh, the. He, he's uh, friends with like uh, what's to call his uh, son, uh, oh, the Collins' son, right? Who's obviously cool or used to work for Coach K as, as you know, his yep. assistant coach or some shit. It's like, oh shit, like <laughs> that's a bullshit. You do damn well. That kid pushed you, but you don't want to. You want to upset Coach K because he come after your ass, and you, and you would never, you would never get a, a job. So what's wrong with him? What's wrong with this Grace? He's an, emo he's, he's an emotional, an emotional imbalance. After that time, when, when he got pulled out of the game or whatever, when he kicked, when he tripped Buddy, and he had a fucking hissy fit on the yeah, on the sidelines, you knew at that particular moment. All right, that kid has a he has a chemical imbalance. That's something wrong with him. That's all there is to it. Basically, he 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 had he's like a petulant little child. 
that 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 doesn't have it all together. <laughs> that doesn't have it all together. Oh my god. Hey, he was on that bench losing like at that, that game when um Yeah, I mean he was like they, they had they basically had to tie him to the damn bench like dog. Like relax. Stop chop really tripping crying, people. Crying and all this other stuff and carrying on. Stop tripping people. It's really real easy. Devin, um you can continue light skin coalitions first um <laughs> <laughs> first hosted podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's sweet. Uh I guess in I gotta ask everybody their A2S official playoff picks. So you gotta get I need what is it, four of them left? God the NFL season yeah. is so fucking boring this year, man. The college season was Bob, what you got? It ain't the Packers. You ain't got to you ain't got to cough your hate through uh you got to say your hate through a cough. I'll say it clearly for you. I hate Packers. I got you know, I don't know who the fuck I got. I know it's the Packers. I'm just praying. Look, you guys better pray and hope that the Packers win all of this shit. Because if they don't, I, my friends, am going <laughs> to go ham. Prepare for an onslaught. I'm going to block coming. you. I'm going to block <laughs> you. And wait a month or so for you to cool down, and then I'm going to add you back. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, Devin. Green Bay lost. That happened three months ago. <laughs> three compared months ago. Like, compared to other seasons, like I just don't know what it is. I mean, I'm just not like drawn into like this season. Like I feel like every game I watched this year, I fell asleep on. A lot of it, man, is is bad scheduling. They've scheduled yeah. the. They, they've there's been some real dope games that haven't been put. In prime time, the networks have this thing about certain teams playing that they figure, oh, well, you know, this is a historic, you know, matchup and, you know, this, that, and the third. And instead of making it about the teams that would be dope, that's, you know, match up well, it's going to make a good game, they forget to, to put those on prime time. Like they, like, they got the power to flex these teams out of these spots, and they just don't do it. And then also the Thursday night games have always all been bad too because they pick bad, they purposely pick bad matchups to put on Thursday because they know it's going to be bad football. You can't ask these guys to play on Sunday and then turn around and play again on Thursday. It's, it, these guys need time to recuperate. I mean, they're playing you know four quarters of, of football. It just it don't work that way. So that too, and then Monday nights haven't been that much better. It's been a little bit better, but not nearly as good as it. it it's been in the past. Been a crap ton of really, really bad football, and I don't think I watched one. I didn't watch one regular season game um, <laughs> in completion. I don't, know about that. I, mean, I don't know about that. I didn't. I didn't I, watch I, not I, one. I, I, like, I like football too much to not watch an entire. I probably, I probably watched game. the last quarter of like a lot of games, but not. One through four. I think this weekend it's going to be dope, though. We got some real good matchups. Uh, Cowboys, Packers. I think it's going to be a real good game. Um, uh, reluctantly, I got Green Bay winning that one. I don't know. Suck on that. <laughs> I'm gonna bring up the dude from Twitter again. E. Brooks, uncut guy. He may be a complete asswipe. Anything. Me and him talk politics. Like he's the absolute worst when it comes to Packers football and this Cowboys game. I kind of agree with him. A young team at the Cowboys, there's two rookies, a quarterback and running back, having a bye week. I don't. I see that as that 
not being beneficial to them coming out with a W on Sunday. Go ahead and let that sway your opinion, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you boys still got to go down $2. I can see if all that youngness and all that freshness and all that rookiness was to, was taking his ass up to that cold-ass Green Bay. I can understand that. These dudes are going to be at home, and they building in a dome. Ain't nobody worried about that shit. <laughs> you, are <laughs> goddamn, you are goddamn you lying. Worried. Y'all ain't worried. Y'all, y'all lie. Y'all ass I, I, if I'm y'all more, ain't worried. I'm more, worried about, I'm more worried about the Packers going to Atlanta because – because speaking of which, I don't see Atlanta winning that shit. Seattle gonna beat their ass. I I can feel it. I knew it. I know it's gonna happen too. Because I'll yeah, be back right in the game game too. I'm telling you, Russell Westbrook. I, mean, I said Russell Westbrook. Wow, Russell Wilson's gonna run that same old play. That play action. Uh, Wait, to run play. around for 22 seconds while the offensive line <laughs> holds everybody. Exactly. He runs to the left, runs to the right, and throws 40 yards down. Oh, well, like their offensive line is rock bottom and, and stone cold stunning the, the <laughs> entire defensive line and getting away with it like they always do because for that some odd reason their team gets away with everything. That Pittsburgh KC game is going to be dope. Maybe Who you got, Rob? Who you got? Oh, that's tough, man, because they got to go to KC, man. Only, the only good thing they got they got good going for them is that they they will be used to that that cold weather and that. But I got I got Pittsburgh, man. I think Le'Veon Bell gonna have another good day like he had last week against Miami. I mean, they, they couldn't they couldn't stop him for shit. And I think it's gonna be the same case because I I mean I know that people were talking about Big Ben and him being kind of kind of uh, egging it up for the cameras by wearing the walking boot, you know, after the game and all of that. But you know, I think there might be a little bit more to it than just that. So I think they're gonna limit him to you know running around and all that stuff. So I think they're gonna they're gonna run the ball a lot. So I expect to see a lot of Le'Veon Bell in this game. Hey man, they somebody say nobody got a screenshot of it, which is crazy enough because I thought Twitter people work faster than that. But Damian Woody said <coughs> he tweeted out uh, Nadamik and Sue out here getting paid quarterback money. And he attached to Steelers linemen like Velcro. They say the Dominican suit. <laughs> they say the Dominican suit uh, replied to his tweet saying, "Fuck you, fat ass." I'm shocked nobody got a, got a hold of that either. I can't believe nobody got a hold of that shit, man. That, that was um. bad. See, but. I think the Chiefs going to win that game. For some reason, I just feel like they're going to do just enough to get by. Even though I'd rather see the Steelers win because the Steelers would be a better matchup and beat Brady and the Patriots. And I can't see They would have been a single solitary chance in hell of beating Tom Brady and the Patriots. Not us. Man. Oh, wait, so wait, so wait Are we automatically assuming that Houston is not going to go into Foxborough and beat the hell out of the must be out to <laughs> we, got a better, we got a better chance of putting together a team of our family members and going into Foxborough. And I, I rap Brady ass up. Oh, <laughs> Dirty hits with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is shaking shit out of you. Very <laughs> like a man. He ain't shaking me. I ain't going. I ain't letting no fucking Tom Brady if shake me. Have your ass on skates, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Man, nothing in these, if nothing Houston in these beat playoffs. the Patriots, we're going to dedicate a whole podcast to that show. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Chris got it. Somebody be a catch. Yeah. I just found it. What? Uh, that screenshot of Damian Woody, but I can't find the uh, the Donald Trump suit saying, fuck you. 
Damn, man. I'd be so oh, tired man. of these old football oh, players man. talking, man. Oh, yeah. Shut your ass up. He do that shit because he won a Super Bowl with New England. So did everybody. Everybody went Super Bowl with New England. I got a Super right Bowl here. with them. I thought. <laughs> say, I got a Super Bowl win with New England. I got a ring around it somewhere from them. 2007. Y'all didn't even know what happened. <laughs> Just like you right got a ring. Here. I got a ring, too. Fucking dirty player. Everybody that play on that team is dirty. And y'all smell like baloney. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not a good smell. Anybody, everybody knows what that means. <laughs> <laughs> you know, man, go watch more money, man. If you if you don't know what Dre is talking about, go watch more money. And you'll know. You'll get that joke. Bro. Come back to us and uh, e- email us later and say, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I got that That's the smell of musty white women. Oh my God! See? <laughs> See? Now, now look, now look. Uh, I was now Dre. I was getting rid of Steve. I was man. getting rid of a whole section of. of uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to edit this one down so much, man. I got like, calls from family members that to- that was talking about <laughs> me while and now on the last podcast, and I wasn't. I wasn't gonna do it this time, but Chris <laughs> took the torch and ran with it. Man, you nah, boy, what, 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 what you say earlier today, uh, earlier this podcast, Chris? I was on, the, I, I was on mute. You know, I had the family walk, and I was just like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what did he say? He said somebody was uh, was shucking a job for the white man or something. <laughs> like, man, yeah, look uh, at the white man's uh, shoes. Oh my god! Oh yeah! I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to edit that one out too. <laughs> We about to get blackballed out here. What? We need for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> he on that straight Paul Mooney, boy. <laughs> Good for you, Chris. I just don't get it, man. These these people, I understand they got contracts, they got these agents. But when I was younger, and I was watching sports media and stuff like that, these commentators, they told the truth. They didn't just kiss up to the teams that were the best. They, would, they didn't follow scripts like they, were, like they were given. It was actually true. Nowadays, I mean, you just got people out here just saying the most reckless, most stupidest stuff. Yeah, I think because that some you know you got so much social media and all of that, so everybody has a voice. So if you you ain't got to be at work with the cameras on you to go. All right, I can't say that right now. But you know, people get home and they go, "Wait a minute, I can say whatever the hell I want right now." And I think a lot of it is like you know, if you want to be somebody, you have you to be, say something. You got to be it. sensational. I think yeah. that's that's kind of like the issue with us is like we we use a lot of common goddamn sense. So it's like. Okay, nothing we're saying is, is like too out of push the envelope. Yeah, and I don't want to push the envelope just for the sake of it. I mean, Chris in here talking about musty white women. I don't know about oh, that. He was <laughs> representing. He was. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just fucking around. What I'm saying though, I don't want to just like. I don't want to be like Jason Whitlock. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying shit for the hell of saying yeah. it, or you know, like. Um, Stephen A. Cone, you know, like them. I don't want to be like those guys, and I'm just talking, you know, just to be talking. Like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to do that. But a lot of people do that. Like you got to get your name out there. Like saying shit, saying half of the shit that they don't even believe. It's just saying shit to be saying it, so that somebody can retweet it, or you know, somebody Click has it or whatever. Just writing any goddamn thing. Allen Iverson isn't wasn't a top whatever point guard. It's like, wait, what? Let me click this shit. Let me click this and send it to ten of my friends. <laughs> 
Hey, y'all, let's look this, look this shit real quick. Look, look, look what this shit say. Somebody come somebody look at this come, shit. Somebody come look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Adam Iverson, so I, I don't know if y'all talked about this shit, but is anybody into this new three-on-three league shit that's supposed to happen by, by oh, Ice Cube? I heard I that shit sounds dope, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm into it. I, I can't wait to see how this works. So, I mean, if, if anybody else that, 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 that uh, well, I don't care. I want to watch it. To see some of these older cats or whatever, or even if, you know, I mean, they're, they're going to, like, recruit cats. So, like, you know, cats that can still kind of play, like, I, I'm, I'm into it. If it's like a street ball type thing, I mean, we, we grew up playing NBA streets. That's what this shit's going to be. I, I I think that's that's dope because I mean we all they got they, they got so many different like summer leagues now where it ain't just the you know the rucker or whatever. There's so many of these leagues that happen in the summer or summer when a lot of these cats go out and play. That's what that's what this shit would be. But it would be like be, about to get exposed. Yeah, bad. It's gonna be hilarious. Three on three, <laughs> you can't come and help. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm assuming I haven't seen a whole lot of details about it, but I'm assuming Cuba's gonna have it pretty organized, so it ain't just some bullshit. So I'm assuming he's gonna get reps and have it like super organized, which will make it dope. Just like just keep the shit organized though. Like don't like you said, don't don't BT it up. Like don't don't mess it up. If you got a potentially dope idea, don't don't screw it up by, by My night. Man said, don't beat <laughs> it up. They go to the section of people out and he's just fucking pissed off. Zip it up and zip <laughs> it out. Hey man, just throw, don't fuck it up, man. Do the shit right so we so we so I can see some of these old cats bust some uh some ACLs. <laughs> we don't need to see any more ACLs getting busted. <laughs> For the love of God, no. Light skin coalition. Yes, yes, sir. Nope. We all balling. Anything. Gonna get home soon. So, uh, yeah, you niggas come on out of here with your final word. Rob, you go first since you got here late. That's straight back. <laughs> hey, man. Don't, don't, say, don't say nothing to yes, be either. Just don't be ignorant. Just. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I could do any more harm than it's already been done. <laughs> I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either. I, I, gotta, think, I have no idea how I'm going to cut this. I may have to just I think, put it in. I think the precedent has been set. <laughs> I think we have already gotten rid of about ten states in just the small amount of time that I've been here. But uh, oh, no, no. demographic, the elderly demographic. All right, I don't know how old this bitch was. I have to tell this story for our listeners. So I'm heading to work. It's, it's roughly, it's roughly about maybe, maybe about in the teens of degrees, maybe about 17 degrees on Monday morning. No, no, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. I can't fucking remember. So I'm walking to work right there on Chicago at Laird. I'm on one side of the intersection. I'm walking to the intersection. On the other side is this white woman. I'm not calling her that because of her. You know what? She wasn't black, all right? So I'm just going to call her. No, you can't call her a white. You can't call her a white woman because you know that white dude that called a white boy. He lost his shit about it. He lost his shit, yeah. I'm going to call this. Michael Buble, you want to be ass motherfucker? You call a white woman a white woman nowadays. So she's across the street. She holding a purse in one hand. and she, Well, I'm sorry. She wasn't holding it in her hand. She had it like the strap in her elbow with the fist up. You know, entitled as shit. <laughs> elbow in the elbow. 
cell phone. Oh, God, he said it tight on this shit. She's getting close. She's getting close to the curb. Now, the ice was on the street. I'm assuming because the street sweepers came through the night before and sprayed all the water up onto the sidewalk. Man, when I tell y'all this woman hit the hot, I swear to you, she looked like Michael in the Smooth Criminal video because she went <laughs> down at first. And then she came back up. Man, this wench fought gravity with all of her might, boy. First, the purse came off of her. Then when she hit the ground, not only did you hear her body hit the pavement, but you heard the screen of her phone hit the sidewalk. Pa-yah! <laughs> Jesus. She like, like Meek Mill. <laughs> so mind you, I'm standing there looking, right? Now, I'm, at this point, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm not going to go to that side of the intersection, even though I got to cross the street. I'm just going to go to the other corner and then cross over again to just say, fuck it. But before I do, let me be somewhat nice because it's my, you know, my first day at work. She looked up at me as if, you know, <clears throat> as she collected all her pride. She, first of all, she was looking around to see who saw. <laughs> and I was the only person standing there on the rush hour Monday. Don't get at me like, you know, how come you didn't bring your light skin ass over here and save me somehow and jump across traffic? <laughs> like, bitch, what you, what you expect me to do? So I shouted out. She looked at me crazy as she's picking up her pride and shit and putting it back in her purse. <laughs> and so I said it one more time just to be nice because I'm not going over there healthy enough to get yourself back together I said are you okay man when I tell y'all she gave me a middle finger from hell like it was like she pulled a pistol out of her purse that was in the shape of a middle finger and she gave it to me hard boy hard and I know that phone screen was cracked too that must have been the, that must have sealed the deal for a punk ass <laughs> to make it even worse when I was walking when I was walking to the bus at the end of the workday, I saw her at the same corner. Now she didn't notice me because I have I have my uh my hood and my jacket on with my hat, so she didn't recognize me. Walked right past, her, didn't even notice. And she it looked like she was probably at work. Like this, would you believe this fucking nigga? <laughs> <laughs> Look, like she had a terrible Monday. This is terrible. <laughs> I cannot. That's my closing statement. Rob, Drake, Chris, y'all got anything y'all want to say? No, I cannot possibly cut this up. (laughs) (laughs) There is no editing to this. I'm I'm just going to lose everybody. (laughs) I'm sorry. So, whoever the grandchild or the child is who follows us or listens to us, Facebook, I, if that was your grandmother or your white mom that works downtown in the North Loop, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. She should have fucking watched where she was walking. Fuck her. To be, to be just slipping on that pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> well, I think that's good enough. <laughs> Rob, Chris, and Devin. I'm Dre. This is ETMF. It's not even ETMF. This is how fucking This is according to sources. <laughs> and we up out of here, man. Peace. White
This has been a production of the ETMF Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Also, check out etmfpodcast.com to find more information on all of the shows.